Hey folks, I'm Kevin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Just a disclaimer, we are going to cover some topics that may be not for everyone. And we're going to use some language that's definitely not for everyone. So sit back and enjoy the show. Or don't, that's fine. Hey y'all. Hey, what's going on everybody? What's going on internet? Happy uh, Memorial Day when you're going to hear this. Because, yeah, happy Memorial Day. Yeah, we might actually... Uh, we might try to drop it on Memorial Day, but if not, it'll be a regular Wednesday, but still. Yeah, we... Uh, Either way, we'll have fun. Yeah, we got a little ahead of ourselves, so what you saw on uh, Instagram and all that good stuff, picture, we... Uh, we had a few technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. so... But uh, we're still paying homage to uh, Memorial Day, but we're going to pay it in our own little special way. Yeah, we're going to remember those from our family that have, you know, served and those that have obviously given everything they can to this country and just fighting in the war and being in the military. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we might even get into maybe do like, uh, like, hey, what's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite war movie? Blah, 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 this, that, the other. Yeah, what and... changed you? What changed your view on the military yeah. and stuff like that? So, question. Yeah. I know we talked about this before. Where'd you guys get those headphones again? Oh, good point. <laughs> if you guys go to www.sudio.com forward slash US, check out uh, their website. You'll find, not going to say you might find, you will find something that you'll like. Um, we, uh, Kevin and I right now are using the Regents, which are the over-the-ear headphones. They are Bluetooth or auxiliary. They are fantastic. They're super comfy. They've got crazy battery life. Um yeah, that's insane that those things are way better than my, like, super expensive ones that I have. And they're way more durable and comfortable. Yeah, and, and when I say crazy battery life, I'm talking 24 hours continuous use on Bluetooth. And if you just leave them on but you're not using them, it's like 30 days. And Kevin's uh, wife has... The Vasa. Vasas, which are... Such a cool name. In the ear. Yep, they're in the ear with a little remote that connects yep. the two of them. They're, she loves them. She use, she's uses them at work all the time, like on her lunch breaks and stuff like that. She loves them. And they've got a really, really good battery life, too. Um, I think she's like 12 hours without charging them. Yeah. Something like that. That's amazing when yeah. you think about it. Yeah. Good range on them. Yeah, and it's got a good, like, I think it's like 30 to 40 feet uh, range away from your phone, which is still pretty good. I mean, how often, how, how many people out there ever get 30 feet away from their cell phone without being Not like, too far. Uh, no. uh, I need my phone. No. So, so that technical it, leash. Yeah. And if you, if, uh, you, so if you go to the website. If you purchase them, go ahead, purchase them, and uh, type in Dark Windows at the checkout in the discount area to get 15% off. Uh, We do that for you. Yeah. We take the 15% off. Because we are so fucking nice. Exactly. You guys are pretty nice. Hey, hey, I also... I'm actually complimenting you. Hey, you shut the fuck up. Don't call us nice. Shut up, bitch. (laughs) Listen, I know I'm still the new guy here, but that's kind of rough. Hey, I also heard something. What's I that? heard that there was another 
site place you go to to get two dollars off of something. They're not necessarily sponsoring the show, but they're sponsoring one of the well, the more talented person of the, the one who likes to paint little <laughs> tiny dudes. Hey, I like to too. You're just better at it than me. Yeah, you're the one that taught me. But yeah, that is right, actually. So special thanks goes out to uh, GameMV.net. Um, they're a new sponsor and. They are an amazing group of people over there. Um, if you're like myself, you have these big, stupid monkey gorilla hands where holding a miniature is really difficult. You have a nasty habit of dropping things or you can't maneuver the miniature to get a certain angle or you try to paint one part and it just doesn't happen. Well, what they have is they have this all-in-one uh, holder and grip thing, which is called the hobby holder. Now, the hobby holder itself, what it is, it's this like a little handle that goes onto this little rotating little nub essentially. And what's cool about it is you can adjust it. You can hold on to that. So if you have freakish dumb hands like me, <laughs> he does have giant fucking hands. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that I like to paint miniatures and do model work when I have these things that we, typically I, break things. I think we all have pretty good. Size big fucking hands too. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause I'll bring uh, my hobby holder next week and let you guys mess around with it. It's super comfortable. They come in a variety of different colors. And if you go to the site, you can take a, take a look at everything. And with the hobby holder, um, if you put in the promo code broadstone, B R O A D S T O N E at checkout, you can save $2 off each hobby holder. So, like, if you want, Kevin wanted one, and you, Kevin, wanted one, you put in the promo code Broadstone. I will you, be buying one. You can save $2 off on yours, and you can save $2 off on yours. Just because the crew over there are super cool, they're really down to earth, and you can get a hold of them at any time. Because I've got that Citadel, like, little, like, plastic nutsack thing you hold on to to hold them. <laughs> it's not bad, but when you have to try to get into areas to... to get detail on them it's kind of a pain in the ass because you have to like figure out how to rotate it in your hand and get in there it's it's yeah sucks. I, this thing he's i've seen pictures of this thing this looks fucking crazy like you can can you bend it well it's a it's a kind of a softer plastic you can't break it you can kind of shape it but the best part about it is you can rotate it around upside down you can twist the little miniature like i use blue tech on an old pill bottle and if you've ever tried doing that, it's cool and all for just basic things. But if you try to flip it upside down, it, it cranks your wrist and you just drop whatever you're working on. It's perfect if you're priming something. Just like, oh, yeah. here it is. Because you just don't care. And just fucking get it done. Sweet. Yeah. So definitely check them out. GameMV.net. So that's $2 off per, per, per hobby holder. Per, per yeah. hobby holder. So yeah, definitely check them out at GameMV.net. That's G-A-M-E-E-N-V-Y dot net hopefully you know how to spell that if you don't mm, when in doubt google it that's on your ass google.net <laughs> google's the nets <laughs> hey that you can probably do that google.net so anyway let's yeah. uh let's get on to this show so who wants to start it off who I'll, has the crazy fucking story i'll start it off yeah sure go Dude, ahead you've what told you, me the story about your grandfather before no, he I, seemed I, like a bad motherfucker i haven't i've <laughs> heard a story about so, your grandfather since we're just starting the whole what remembering would, everybody. And, so what was he? Was he Army, Navy? Oh, he was Army. Marine, he was or... an Army man um, all the way straight through. He, uh, So my grandfather was one of those types of gentlemen that when he was in the military, like a lot of things happened. He was in World War II. He was over, I believe, in Normandy. And when he Fuck. came. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he was in the thick of things. Like you'll hear, like Kevin, you'll hear why. So he was in a unit and he was 
in a tank over there just doing his thing. And what happened was he, uh, his unit was going down this road and I can't, he never actually specified where because he was a very quiet type. And whenever he would bring up his military service, everyone in the family knew, sit down, shut the fuck up and listen to this man. Yeah, yeah. He's talking, yeah. he's telling yeah. the story. You don't want to miss this. He's the typical like guy that he was spoke softly and he didn't carry a big stick. He would just use his hands and beat you to fucking death if you got oh, out, yeah, got yeah. out of line. He was the type that when he spoke up, everyone stopped. So he never specified where. He just said, he's like, we were over there. We were going from our base to this point. And on our way there, we ran into some trouble. I'm like, not mind you. I'm a little kid. I'm like, what kind of trouble? <laughs> and he's like, well. Tell me stories, Grandpa. Yeah, and I was like not realizing what was what the story was going to entail. As they were going down this road, he and his unit hit a landmine, and his tank blew up. No shit. Wow. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is is that he was the only survivor. Jesus. He wow. uh, survived with pretty much shrapnel, like shredding up his stomach and his whole upper torso. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, in my head, I was like, no way. And he's like, no, this is what happened. I'm like, were there anyone else survived? He's like, and stone cold blank face, no. I'm like, and it wasn't until years later, he was telling me the story again. He finally expanded on it. He's like, yeah, what happened was, is that I switched seats with one of my guys in the tank. And I was like, I'm going to sit over here. He sat over there. And where it hit was when the explosive hit it actually shredded the part of the tank where he wasn't so everything got destroyed <laughs> he came out went got healed up and i kid you not the man decided you know what i'm going back in i'm doing this all over again i'm gonna but i'm not riding in the tank this time then he had a few other th- incidents happen and what i found out years later is from what my father told me he apparently lost his appendix, and the way they took it out was he was on his cot, gave him a bunch of whiskey, and was like, here you go. And I, I'm like, how do you have that much mental strength? And he's like, oh, he's like, it was, that was just the time. They're a whole different breed. From yeah, the, dude, right? they were totally fucking different. Like, nowadays, like, I, I'm not taking anything away from the guys that go over and do that now because I, I fucking can't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, mentally but it's a whole other level. back then, it was just like... If you were if you were in pain, you shut the fuck up and you just dealt with it. They're just like, well, no, no, I'm fine. That's yeah. why they call it, they're called the, the greatest generation. It, dude, yeah. it's like some of these farmers around here that are like, you know, they're like, well, uh, what happened? You know, you're missing a finger. Yeah, I lost it. A fucking cow took it off. You know, it's like really, you got bit your finger bitten off by a cow and you're totally yeah. okay with it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's a finger. Well, <laughs> you know? yeah. Speaking about that, it's like I have a I had when my first apartment with my wife, we had a neighbor. That was like a little duplex. He was at the time ninety two years Dude, old. Dude, he was a cool man. Yeah, I, I miss that guy every day. I miss him because when we had Hurricane Irene come through here. Now, mind you, I'm in the basement thinking that we're gonna flood. My wife is watching all the windows and like yeah. calling all of her family and friends, making sure they're okay. This old, this crazy old man, and as much as I love him, he was crazy. Was outside watching tree branches come down and cutting them down with a buck saw, like a handsaw, wow. just out there. And I run outside. I'm like. Robert, what are you doing out there? What are you doing out here, man? It's a hurricane. Uh, This is the best time to catch these branches. They're folding <laughs> down. When else do you want me to do it? I'm like, you're 92 years old. Get inside. You're going to catch a cold. He's like, 
No, I'll be fine. This, Don't this worry is the about same it. dude that I was over at their house one day. We just got back from like going somewhere, and he's backing up the driveway with his uh, with his car full of groceries. And he's, I'm like, hey, you want some help? And he goes, I don't want your goddamn help. I'll do it myself. But was, thank you. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was another World War II vet, and he told me some interesting stories about like being over there. And it's like, God, that was. You don't want to say it was awesome because it was terrible what they went through, but for him to for them to come back and to be like every day, be proud of that day, be happy, and just keep pushing, just keep pushing forward. Yeah, that's uh, that's how that's just how it works, you know. Yeah, and he ended his military career as an MP and was one of the first ones on his base to actually, I kid you not, cruise around on an Indian motorcycle. Fuck. Right? He, that was something like, no, my dad showed me a picture of, it, of him in his MP uniform and he's cruising around on his on his Indian motorcycle like, what's up, motherfuckers? Don't do anything stupid. I will wreck your day. Nice. So, so your grandfather, was he was there from the uh, the beginning? Yeah, he... And then what, he did he, did he stay the full That term? I'm not too sure about. Um, like a poor, dumb son of a bitch. I should have paid attention more to that. <laughs> But it's one of those things. I know he was over there for a good amount of time, and he, we, we all in the family know he's been through a lot more. He's been through, he was went through a lot more like stuff. Like I'm, I was given letters of when he was over there, and some of them are dark, and some of them are sad. And the course have been there. Are certain things have been redacted. Yeah, but it's just like you see this small piece of paper that literally is. Side, like smaller than a postcard mm-hmm. and it has it is literally covered front to back in the smallest writing possible talking about what's going on and it's it's sad and then yeah my grandfather had because he was in it looks Korea like a business card I was gonna say was your dad Korea. just gave you a bunch of stuff from your grandfather that's really that was yeah, really fucking yeah, cool to look he, at he had a uh, a little tiny goddamn thing yeah it was yeah. like three by five it was like I the was size like, of my phone screen shit. yeah now if you ever get the chance i will i should have brought it over here but i have his dog tag too and to see wow. what was the the world war ii dog tag compared to like say having like your father's yeah dog tags is two totally different things it's like name birthday that's it religion yeah religion yep and it's like you look at that and where the other ones tell all this stuff and it's like how far we've come. Now they've in got that. like blood type, fucking all this other shit on yeah, there. And Back then they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> well, yeah, like a lot of times he's like, I didn't expect that I would make it. There are certain times I was like, well, well, I probably won't make it. But if I do, I do. And then he came back and opened up a boat business on Lake Bombazine. <laughs> and wow. this, yeah, it's just amazing to realize coming from something that dark and that sad no there was good times but probably a lot more bad times and to come back and keep my grandmother had seven kids and multiple grandkids Damn. and yeah smoked like a chimney and carried around boat motors which at that time were like 700 pounds by himself <laughs> like what leave me alone oh it's like some of the stories your dad's told us yeah like, i can't I'll, wait for you to I'll share like those like he, you know he doesn't like to talk about the he doesn't like to talk you know, about shit with me, okay. but then he'll fucking... True story, folks? Dude, no. Like he... Kevin's dad scares the crap out of me. <laughs> He's I don't a big get, fucking teddy bear, but I don't he will get, rip your throat out if I don't get intimidated off. by very many people. There is very few people I've ever been intimidated by my in my life. Like, I've met some monsters of human beings, and I've been, like, pretty close to some crazy situations. I've had a shotgun pointed in my face. Some really messed up stuff. Meeting your dad for the first time, he was just sitting on the porch smoking a cigarette, and I, like had like a soda or something he's just sitting there relaxing i'm like hi and he's like 
what? <laughs> I'm like, I see you. I'm going home. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you, sir. And every time I meet him, he, he's never given me a reason to be terrified of him. But I'm like, oh, it's God. his demeanor where you're just like, this man can kill me if he wants to. Stone cold, <laughs> solid. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, he's a big teddy bear. And I see him around with his grandkids and around you. And guys. he is. And I'm like, oh, he's a wonderful human being. And then as soon as I round the court, he sees me I'm like, I gotta go home. I think I'm gonna pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like when you tell, when you're telling, I know some of the stories you're gonna tell. It's like, yep, that's the reason why I'm terrified of that man. Like, like he he won't doesn't like to talk about the the you know the, the bad stuff. But yeah. you can't really blame that. But dude, some of the stuff that he was telling us, like, because don't Ke- tell his stories. Kevin Kevin and I essentially grew up across the road from each other. So every year for yeah. Christmas, like I moved in when I was fourteen, yeah. 13, 14. and I was across the road. I was like seven. So and I came in like five, ten years ago, <laughs> ten years ago. Um, but like every every year for on Christmas Day, like his family would come over to my house and we'd have breakfast and, and all this stuff. After his dad came back from Iraq, he would start like he didn't the first year he didn't really want to talk about it. No, but, no, no. But that the first second year, year he, he came back and he had some of the funniest goddamn stories I've ever heard from, no, that, from a situation like that. The first year he came back, he started talking about stories, talking about stuff. And, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know, he's been home for, at this point in time, three months, two months, something like that. Yep. And starts telling about shit. And he goes, oh, I got to tell this one stuff right now. So he goes, yeah. So, damn this thing. He's, wait, hold on. Let me go get it. I'll be right, I got to get something. I'll be right back. He goes across the road, comes back, and he How's this thing? And he goes, you see this right here? We're all like, yeah. He goes, this almost killed me. And it's like what a little it? like a piece of shrapnel. Yeah, it's about two. It's it's just a little like unassuming looking piece of metal. And it's about what? Two and a half inches long. Something like that. About it, the diameter of a pencil. And you're telling me I shouldn't be terrified of this man? Yeah. And he's like, that it, almost killed me. You know, yeah. no big deal. And yeah, like, it almost killed me. I'm 6'1", like 235, man. I, I'm a human brick. Your dad's not that tall compared to me. And he's, you know, he's gotten yeah. old in age. And I'm like. You, if you show me a piece of shrapnel, I'm like, that almost killed you, and you're carrying around like, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> my wallet. I'll t- I'll tell you the reason oh, why he comes from uh, such a, why he's like he is. And it, you'll see, <laughs> oh, he's you'll, an OG well, badass. Let's just admit it. No, my 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 grandfather's story will kind of tell you. Uh, oh, see the boy. one with the dead hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you you gave me a little taste of that story before we started recording. Yeah, my grandfather. Folks, you're in for a great, great story. <laughs> so do you want me to go next? Oh, and... absolutely. Yeah, do it because I'm yeah. excited now. You, so... can't, you can't give me a little taste of this and make me wait to the end. That's not fair. So I, 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 let's be real here. The two people, the people that you guys are talking about, you've actually met. I never met either one of the people in my family that served. Yeah. So my, my stories are not going to be as uh, Yeah, yours are secondhand, but you exactly. know what? They're still just as... Still, just is informative, right? So, my grandfather served in Korea. Um, he did attempt to try to get into World War II, but I guess he was a little too young. Um, my great uncle actually did serve in World War II and ended up dying in uh, Okinawa. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was only I don't know how old, like tw- twenty-two or something like that. If you're if you uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, you'll see a picture. I posted just a commemoration of him, of his gravestone. Uh, yeah, he was born in 1923 and died in 1945. Uh, so he was he was only three years older than my grandfather. And uh, I don't know how he died, 
but my great uncle, he, I don't know what happened with that, but, uh, my grandfather always took it hard because <clears throat> he felt that he should have been there. Well, yeah. Cause during that time, man, family's everything. You're yeah. close, you're tight. Yep. Yeah, they like, were, I mean, be only three years apart, you know, he had a huge, my grandfather had a huge fucking family. I mean, he, he was. That was also a common thing at the time. Like, like my grandfather's family was pretty big. Yeah, because, I like mean, I, you came from, your, your family were farmers. Yeah. Like, dude, having so kids having kids was fucking free labor. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, well, my grandfather left home when he was really young because situation at home. Well, he then went into the military and everything, went to Korea, was over there. Now, my grandfather kind of liked to tell stories, and every time when me and my brother, who I know will be listening to this... Oh, yeah. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. <laughs> he, uh... He's gonna be like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I know. He liked to tell us the story of how he would go out... He went out on a mission, how he got blown up, and he got hurt, because he always had a... Uh, he had an arm that was dead, that pretty much was useless, and he could fucking hit anything with it, and it would, <laughs> oh. and it wouldn't do a fucking. Thing. He could cut down a fucking tree with that arrow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was... like I'm not shouting because he had a dead hand. I'm more like of just, I can't imagine what life is like not having. Like again, I since I paint miniatures and you know all that stuff, but it's like, yeah, his whole arm was pretty. much... I mean, it was from elbow, it, shoulder. Well, the hand itself was pretty much useless, um, because he really couldn't do a damn thing with it. How how did it happen? I want to tell you. Oh, oh, ooh. sorry, folks. We're gonna wait. So, he told us that when we were younger, that he went out on mission. He was sent out by his platoon leader to go scout. Well, he went out scouting. He saw the enemy. And he was on. And one moment he knew he realized that he was on one side of a river. Next thing you know, he woke up and he was on the other side of the river. He had gotten blown up. Jesus Whoa. Christ! Well, turns out. That wasn't the truth. Turns out the truth, which I know he, reason why he dra- dramatized it now was because the truth was a little bit too more painful for him to deal with. Because the truth was, he was out with a group of guys and they were running along in their Jeep. Next thing you know, they get stuck. This is Korea. It's, you know, it's got weather like here. Sometimes, you know, rainy. Hot, humid, muddy, gross. Yeah. yeah. During the springtime. I'm guessing this was springtime. He got stuck. Well, didn't know what he was stuck on. He gets out, goes to push. Realizes, oh, fuck. What were we... St- I know what we're stuck on. He tells both the guys, stay the fuck in that vehicle. Pretty much. I, be- I bet you that's what he said. I'm going to push you the fuck off. They're stuck on an anti-tank mine. Holy shit. Yeah. He pushes him off. My grandfather was a big boy. My grandfather. If he's anything like any of the males in your family that I've met, you guys Human are, powerhouses. You guys are yeah. good stock. You're, yeah. you're big folk. Yeah. Well, you met my cousin Keith. Yeah. <laughs> and so he pushed off the vehicle. I mean, he pushed it off and then boom, blew the fuck up. And he was in... He basically was done. He was he, after that Ugh. point. He was done with the military. They discharged him. Not much you can do. I was going to say, shit, he like, got blown up. Like his... my grandfather was lucky because of where he was sitting in the tank. Like he had a lot of protection, and there was not much else he could do yeah. other than be an MP. But if yeah. you're taking an explosive, like explosive, right to the face, he ended up. <gasps> uh, what is it? So he basically was. I could punch by on... my daughter, and I'm like, I'm done. 
he was on like 90 something percent disability rest of his life um <clears throat> because of the of the shrapnel wounds well deserved by the way yeah oh yeah he That's, uh that takes some fucking stones to but sacrifice my, like that it didn't stop him he kept working again another thing that is why we should give praise to the military because Absolutely. a lot of, there's a lot of guys out there that are like you know what it's going to suck but it's either me or the entire company Exactly, and I'm willing to take this hit because honestly, if it means that they can survive and finish out the mission, or they get back to their family, a selfless sacrifice is yeah. Like I said, you know, I deserves all the respect we can give. I understand why he would say, "Eh, "I'm not going to tell my 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 grandsons what really happened." Yeah, because you know, because that's just too hard for me and everything. And I because I asked my dad, I'm you know, he's like, "Well." Can you blame him? I'm like, no, I really can't. You know, and it took my brother some, some doing to get a hold of the information, but we got he got a hold of it, and you know, we're like, wow, you know, this is this is something. But he, you know, my grandfather was kind of a modest guy. He didn't really like to. That's how they were. That's like when we're all like after you share your story about your family, I can talk to you about some of the military vets that I've met through when I worked at the rental car company, there's one gentleman specifically that I have to share because still this day, I'll never forget this story. And this was easily almost 10 years ago. Okay. So my, so my grandfather, his dead hand, I got to share a story about that. Yeah. <laughs> like again, you've hinted at this a couple this times. Is, this is very funny. And now, story. now I know how it happened, but you're like, trust me, you'll laugh. I'm like, I don't want to laugh. Oh, at you're, you're going to laugh. And you're like, no, you will laugh. <laughs> you're going to laugh. At my so brother. now I feel like I have to not laugh because I'm afraid that if I do laugh, your dad's going to come down here and slap me into like next week. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, my brother's going to, when he, when he hears this, his dad comes down here and slaps you through a fucking me. wall like the Hulk. Just only <laughs> me. No one else. No. See, my dad wasn't around during when, when this happened, it was just me and my brother. My brother's gonna lock laugh. the door quickly, please. My brother's I'm, gonna I'm laugh. Terrified. They're in a different state. You're good. No, he probably can hear me. He probably hears me right now. He's gonna call him yeah, and be like, yeah. "Tell Red to shut the fuck up." He, <laughs> goes, he says, "I told him that we recorded." He goes, "You bunch of sneaky motherfuckers." Oh, your dad? Yeah, yeah. Because he's usually like, "What are you guys doing this week?" <laughs> I'm, if, I'm, if, he, if he wasn't on, if he wasn't dealing with his foot issue and on that little scooter, he'd probably be down here just like looking through the door, be like. The fuck are they talking about? Yeah, really? I, and then I probably Those won't be here. Fuckers. <laughs> yeah, like so, it makes me sound like a pussy, but I don't care, man. That man scares me. So <laughs> my, uh, so my grandfather <clears throat> had dead hand. Uh, it would always bug him, always. And, Get that phantom pain. Yeah, yeah, pain all the time. So <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. Sorry. <laughs> but sorry, folks. Like we're gonna like you and me. The fans of me are gonna have to fight our way through this to hear this. So he's he's gonna he's gonna mutley a couple of times on us. Just... <laughs> yeah, which is gonna be one of those things where it's like, come on, this is like when you're watching a competition show and you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Fuck commercial. Your commercial. <laughs> like, oh man, other Kevin, he is broken right now. That means it's good. Yes, it's really good. Okay, fight through it. Take a deep breath. Fight through it. So okay, so we're up in the living, up in our dining room, and. My grandfather. I'm goes, laughing over here. And I don't even know what's going on. I'm sorry. He's starting to get giggly. <laughs> he was living with us at the time, and my brother and I were in high school. And uh, he goes, "Jesus Christ, boys!" He goes, 
my goddamn hand hurts. What the hell can I do? So, oh no! So, so my, oh no! So our table is a hardwood table. It's circular, whatever. So my brother goes, goes, Grandpa. He goes, Oh no! He goes, Take it, haul off and smack that motherfucker right <laughs> to the table. No. My brother goes, you think that'll work? Straight fucking face. How old is your brother at this time? My, I, my brother's probably 17 or something. Okay, because I was like, oh, oh shit, this was like his senior year when I was riding to school with him. No, 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 this was before. So, oh, okay. Because my, my grandfather died in 99 when I was a senior. Okay, so, um, yeah, okay. So, so this was yeah. probably like uh, 98, so he was 17, I was 18, somewhere okay. like that. So, he... Uh, oh, God. So my grandpa take, hauls off and smacks his fucking hand right on the oh. table. Hauls off and smacks that motherfucker right on the table. And my, he looks straight face right up both my brother and I. He goes, boys, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Exactly what you guys are doing, <laughs> laughing our fucking asses off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you, you ever hit that best. point of laughing where nothing comes out and you're just sucking in air? I just had that happen and it hurts. <laughs> I laugh like a fucking hyena. <laughs> yeah, oh I mean, what it was said you wanted to use a hammer on it. Uh, oh, oh my god! I don't know. That's but... amazing. I would never listen to a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, he just even when I was a seventeen-year-old. I mean, he hauled off and smacked that motherfucker oh, okay. right on the table, just hard as he could. I mean, it was like a dude. Probably sounded like a fucking gunshot. <laughs> I was like, I was like, holy shit, he actually did it! And then, and then he just kind of went and didn't do anything. My brother and I just fucking roll on the ground instantly. We don't. I mean, what? I mean, our grandfather did something that you know, in straight face, just it didn't work. It's like I can't imagine <laughs> why. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that was worth well, the wait. My, my brother and I, my, I guess share one more because it was about my grandmother, but my grandfather was our grandmother. So, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so my grandmother, she lived with us at the time, uh, as well. My grandfather, oh, my grandfather had died. <laughs> ben will get that. <laughs> if you can hear that, Ben, that was Kevin going. <laughs> so. And I'll okay, explain for, for, for me oh and the fans God. what's going on. So uh. my grandma lived with us after my grandfather died. Yeah, and because she was had some health issues. Well, she at the time she was getting Meals on Wheels. So in Meals, which is a fucking fun. fantastic service, yeah. by and, the way. Yeah, I those people do, they do some great work. Yeah, they yeah really they're do. always on the move, always going rains, snow. But this story sleep, is really shine. fucking funny. <laughs> so whenever, so whenever they come in, they would go, they knock on the door and go meal. Oh, my okay. grandmother would go, oh, oh, okay, thank you. Put it on the thing and I'll be right out. Okay, so, so did that. Well, then one day my brother goes, Kevin, ready? Oh, no. All of a sudden he goes, oh, no. all of a sudden he goes, meow. And my grandmother goes, okay, thank you. Put it around the and My brother and I start busting out fucking laughing. She comes out, you little fuckers. <laughs> This is bad? Yeah. yeah. I'm liking Ben's style more and more. <laughs> you little 
motherfuckers were like, what, what, what? That is awesome. So we were, we, we were. I would have pulled out with my grandparents, man. We were little shits to our grandparents, but we, but we loved them. But uh, I'm still waiting on like, okay. So quick little side note: talk about grandparents and grandmothers. There, <laughs> I probably was like 10 years old at a family function, like everyone's just eating and whatever, and I'm a little wild little munchkin just running around. The rest of my cousins are. And I'm, you know, getting a drink and my grandmother walks over me and goes, Seth, this ice cube right here, you see this? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Now, mind you, it's a hot summer day. And she's like, if you put this in your pocket and keep it in there for five (laughs) minutes, when I come back five minutes later, I'll give you 20 bucks. I'm like, $20? Yes. So she hands me the ice cube. I put it in my pocket and she's like, you can still do whatever you want, but I'm going to come back Five minutes on the dot and make sure that if the ice cube's there, 20 bucks. Guaranteed. I'm like, deal. So I go and I'm playing around or whatever. Five minutes later, my grandmother's like, Seth, come over. Come over here. Do you have the ice cube? Reach in my pocket. I'm like, um, n- n- no. And then I got laughed at because it looked like I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, that sucked. It was funny. I'm still. And then there was the one year where the running joke of like, oh, you know, if you're good this year, you get a present, you know, for your birthday or whatever. And I got a walkie-talkie. Just one, because they don't want you talking to anybody. <laughs> no, I got one, and she's like, if you're good next year, we'll give you the other walkie-talkie. Still you, waiting on that walkie-talkie. You, you get a walkie-talkie pack, and it's got two in there. They're like, where's the other one? Oh, we gave it to all your friends. I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're making this hurt a little bit more. I'm going to stab you with a pen. Don't. So, but yeah, so that was my funny grandmother story. Not as cool as yours, but <laughs> anyway. So, so your story. Yeah, so, talk about your stories. Well, mine are all all secondhand because, like I said before, the two people that I'm related to that were in the military passed away before I was born. Um, my dad's great uncle, who my uncle was actually named after, uh, died during the Battle of the Bulge in World War II, which was yeah. I mean, go back and look into it. It was it was bad it was not a not a good place for americans to be at the time um but he actually died uh i believe it was 22 or 23 years to the day before my father was born he was he died on the same day that my father was born wow yeah right which kind of crazy let's see crazy also that i'm married your your father was born in what 66 Okay, so it was uh, 21. 21, yeah. But yeah, and that's... 21 years exactly. Exactly, exactly, to the day. Um, Only problem that I'm having with that one is uh, trying to find information. Because my great uncle was only 23 when he died. 22. 22, I'm sorry. And he never never had any kids or anything, so it's hard to find a way to get any information... Like on his military record or anything like that, which I would love to find. He was but, in the 87th Infantry Division, which he, is, uh, that's a pretty good division. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's looking at the stuff on Ancestry.com that's the second. That's the second, because uh, there was the 101st. Yep. Uh, no, that was Airborne. Yes. I but really didn't do 80s, my homework here. I should have, like, actually did more research. I just told random stories. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The only reason why I know it is because I done some family re- yeah he was working him. on family tree stuff for me because he has the ancestry uh membership Which is pretty and i'm cool. fucking I, cheap i should do it too I'm, yeah right. it's it's awesome to learn what you can learn 
you know, free we're plug not, for Ancestry.com. We're not sponsored by Ancestry.com, but, but definitely if, check them out. Yeah, but if they want to sponsor <laughs> us, we'll be glad. Yeah, definitely. Fucking right. Oh, my God. Send us free DNA kits. Please. So I just sent uh, <laughs> uh So Ben will hear this. Ben, I just sent you this text, and you responded LOL. But yeah, Ben. I, I, spent the, <clears throat> I, I just sent him a text of, meow, and, and he responded LOL. <laughs> It's sad that you have to say one word, and he's just like, "Oh, I know what he's talking about." That's a good shit. Exactly. Um, but my my grandfather, my mother's father, uh, was in World War II as well. He oh, was, this was this was good. He was in the Pacific Theater, so he was over in um, Okinawa. He, he was in no, he was like in that. New Guinea and yeah. Guadalcanal. Oof. When he was in New Guinea, because he was a he was a Higgins boat uh, pilot, so that was the kind of like what, almost like the same thing as. Uh, Actually, they are the same thing as what was dropping troops off on, on like Omaha Beach during D Day. Yeah, um, I would never want to like pilot one of those things. Some some of the stories that he told my like my uncle and my grandmother like they'd have times where uh, they'd have times where they were going into the beach and they were taking fire and he would try to reach up into the rack on the ceiling to uh, to release his rifle. Uh-huh. And he was having rounds coming through the windshield, almost hitting him. So he was just like, "Fuck this!" And he would he would basically lay down across the passenger seat and drive it, just so he wasn't getting shot. And he said oh, that ghetto style, yeah, like fucking, just like gangsterine. What know? up, G? But not trying to be cool, <laughs> like legit trying to just survive. No, it was it was yeah. more like I'm not gonna fucking die right now. I will um, survive. But he uh, he he would tell them that a lot of like because what they would do is they would get close and they would turn the boat and then kind of back in because they could drop the gate yeah. and let everybody out. And I guess there was times where, you know, you're taking so much fire off the beach that you can't get backed up. You can't get backed up onto dry land to just drop it onto, onto the beach and let guys out. So there was times where when the gate would drop, these guys are coming out because they're just trying to get the fuck out of the boat because they're getting shot at mm. and they have so much gear and stuff that they'd hit the water and just sink like a fucking stone and you'd never see him come back up again. Just... <laughs> but he, my grandfather apparently shares the same fear that I do of snakes. Uh, and apparently the South Pacific is not a good place to be if you don't like snakes. Um, so he <laughs> had one day where he was going to move one of the, one of the boats and, uh, he opened the door and there's this giant fucking snake like curled up on the seat <laughs> and, uh, his sergeant's like, like, uh, you need to move that, move that equipment. And he goes, no, sir. I told you to move that. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. You're, you can move it. And I'm like, okay, so you're thinking, I'm like, you're back talking a fucking superior officer. And then, uh, yeah, they don't take kindly. And to then that normally. he's like, this, this is all coming from my grandmother. And he told him, I'm not touching that vehicle until you get that snake out of there. And the guy went over and looked at it and was like, holy shit, that's a big snake. My grandma, <laughs> and he handed my grandfather his fucking service pistol. My grandfather just fucking shot it. <laughs> Guy dragged it out for him. He's like, "No, I'll move it." <laughs> it's like I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd have done the same thing. Be like, "Fuck that!" Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'll put a cap in his ass. Hold yeah. on. I'll fucking kill the snake first. But uh, yeah, but then uh, my grandfather came back. Uh, him, and my grandmother got married and had six kids. Another big family. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he passed away when my mom was real young. He uh, he'd had a, a blood clot in his uh, carotid artery. And uh, he passed away from that. So, unfortunately, I never got to meet him. 
But I've been told if I've met my Uncle Fred, I've pretty much met my grandfather because he's basically the same person. Looking at pictures of the two of them, yeah, like at a similar age, like my Uncle Fred when he was forty, <laughs> and picture of my grandfather just before he passed away when he was in his forties. Fucking dead ringer. My grandfather had more hair, but that was it. Like, but other than that, they are dead ringer. They got the. <laughs> the big, I love Uncle Fred. The big nose and the beer gut, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, but. I don't know, man. I miss like it's one of those things. I miss my grandfather. Like if he was still around, I would love to hear more stories. And it's like hearing the stories like what you're saying about the snake or your <laughs> grandfather about you know willing to sacrifice himself. My grandfather with that. It's like I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of inspiring when you hear things like that. It yeah, just makes absolutely. you forget like the little like oh I don't feel good or oh my I phone's pay my not car working. Insurance. Yeah, it just makes it all, like, useless. It's like, you just don't care about anything else. It's like, yeah. and the, that is so inspirational to me. It's like hearing what they went through and, you know, being a Higgins boat driver. It's like, oh, boy. And the saddest thing is, like... I, I couldn't do it. We're losing that generation completely. We're getting to that point where we have very few World War II veterans left. We have very few... Well, we're starting to get less and less Korean War vets left. So, I mean, if you know anybody that was... That served during that time period... Just thank them and sit down and talk to them. They're, you know, they're some of the best people you'll ever talk to. Yeah, actually. So you if know. you're okay with me telling the quick story. Yeah. Um, I worked, like I specified before, I said before, I worked for a, a rental car company, a local one. And there was a gentleman that would rent a car every once in a while whenever we go on long trips. And we started building up a relationship, a friendship with him. And beautiful, like wonderful human being, like heart of gold, tell you anything. And it was one of those times where he picked him up and I was like, if you don't mind me asking, like, and you can totally tell me to not ask this or like, you don't want to talk about it, but what's in the briefcase you always carry with you? What's in the fucking box? Sorry. And no, it's, and I was like, I'm just curious. Cause he never went anywhere without it. It was always right beside him. Like if he's like, that thing goes with me everywhere I go, like I'd never leave it behind. And so that's why I was like, I just have to know. Like, curiosity kicks in. It's like, should I be worried or anything like that? And he's like, fine, I'll tell you. So we pull into the parking lot. He grabs the case, opens it up. And he's like, I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, is that? He's like, yep, it's a Mauser. When I was in World War II, um, I was over in Germany, stationed over in Germany. And sorry, this is actually going to hit me kind of hard because this guy was a wonderful person. Uh, he was like, my best friend and I went, decided we we're going to serve together. We luckily got stationed together. We did everything together. He's, he was closer to brother to me than my own family. And there was a time where we got separated due to the, all the chaos. And this pistol right here is what killed my best friend. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, no, this, this gun itself. I watched it happen. I found the guy. I killed him. And I swore that I would never let this go anywhere. And I literally just sat in the car and started tearing up. And he's like, don't cry. Do not cry. I honor my best friend every day by having this and making sure that the tool that was used to take his life will never be in operation again. That it will never be there. And I'm like, he's like, it hasn't been touched. It's probably, it was, he's like, I don't know. It's probably all rusted and corroded or whatever, but I left it exactly the same as it is, but it will never be used again. It will never be held by another <laughs> human being again. When it's my time to go, 
right before I go, I will destroy this thing so it never touches another human's hands. Right. Yeah. And it's it was probably the most insane but most honoring thing I've ever heard that it's like you guys are my best friends and if we were serving and I had that opportunity I would do the same exact thing but to have that tool that was used to take your life I don't know if I could carry it with me every day no <laughs> and look at it every day it, it's maybe it's just one of those things it's just I'd rather have something else like your dog tag or the pictures, but to have the actual weapon that took your life, that's dark that's, and that's yeah, deep. That's rough, and man. but the but you would never know because this guy is like he could be anybody's grandfather. He would bend over backwards for everybody. Oh, the guy gave me a Christmas card one year. But it's a, <laughs> it's a dual-edged sword, though. Yeah, <clears throat> because it was the weapon that took his friend's life, but it was also the weapon that he used for vindication. He didn't use that weapon. But he definitely made like he was. He told me he used his rifle, but it's still he wanted to make sure he had it because he saw the pistol being used. And I'm like, so what if it was a rifle? He's like, I'd figure out a way. He's like, I would take it apart and then have a part of it. But since it was this and it was close range, I made sure that it was never going to go anywhere else. Plus, it was a fucking Mauser, and everybody wanted a Mauser. Yeah, Mausers and Lugers back then, like during World yeah. War Two. Like, if you came back with one of those, you were a fucking rock star. Yeah, and he didn't even care. Like for him, it was just he. That's why he keeps it in the case. He doesn't brag about it. It was just. I think he only opened up to me because, hell, I've talked to him almost every week for two years, three years straight. Was, he was a cool guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those it's one of those things where if you can get someone like that to open up about you stuff sit down and shut up and listen exactly just yeah. don't even interrupt now, them just even now with the military veterans and the ones that are still serving if they want to talk about anything I don't care what it is if it's something I don't agree with I will sit down shut up and listen yep because yep. it's like they paid the ultimate sacrifice they paid like <clears throat> essentially their freedom to be able to be like alright I'm going to go and fight for your freedom yeah. You want to like sit here and record a podcast? All right, I'm going to go and make sure that we can do this. Yeah, exactly. These these are the people that are willing to go to extreme lengths to defend people that they've never even met. Yeah, that's and, and uh, you, know, you know off we kind of uh, we we took some pictures and I, the picture I posted of uh, on an Instagram was of uh, <clears throat> the Hubbard and Battlefield and. That kind of, for for us, is kind of a, uh, I can say, between all of us, it's yeah. kind of a... Yeah, we all have, like, some somehow we have a family member connected to that, like, long ancestry. Uh, not me, though. All we're, right, get out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, but, but you and it, I will talk about it. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's our, it's a, it's a, a combining, a binding feature to us, because only battle to happen in the state of Vermont. Right. No matter what anybody says... It's the only one. I'm sorry, but Battle of Bennington was not in Vermont. It happened across the border in New York. If you want to come at him, thumb <clears> wrestle <throat> all day long. I'll win because I have a degree in history. Suck it. And another, th- I thought you were so, just going to say I'll win because I have amazing pulsable thumbs. No, just but, don't don't thumb don't thumb, thumb wrestling with his right hand because that's a strong hand. Wink, wink, nudge, hand. nudge. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm still undefeated in thumb wrestling. Look at this. I, I wanted to, I wanted to mention that because that's kind of it's. Honoring, you know, I mean, it's the honoring Vermonters. Yeah. yeah. Another cool thing is uh, where we used to live in Virgins, we were 
we lived right on Otter Creek. Uh, our house is uh, like wait, right wait, across wait, the road. What from was there. it? Virgins? No, no, no. Otter Creek. Otter Creek. Okay, cool. I, I was like, "What? What'd you just say?" He then? said Otter Creek. I said oh, what? I, what? I said Creek because I know that not everybody that listens to this show is going to go, "What the fuck's a Creek?" <laughs> you know, it's that's like, Vermonter speak for water. Yeah, it's a moving body of water. It's a Creek. <laughs> and, and, and where we lived was is the deepest section of Otter Creek. And the important part of that is that is where. When uh, when there was naval battles that happened on Lake Champlain between the no, but that's oh. where that's where the colonials. Yep, that's yeah. where and that's the, where their navy would uh, was docked, yep. and they would uh, they would go and fight in Lake Champlain and yep. beat the English up, get their uh, get their shit fixed. Oh, by the way, get their shit fixed. Speak, <laughs> speaking of the English, we do have listeners in England, which nice. is kind of cool. So uh, we're not talking any shit about you, but your ancestors when they came over here. Sorry, we know, won. So, so you get some you get some fun stories that your dad has told us over the years. Yeah. Uh, oh God, the barbecue. <laughs> okay, this isn't fair that you know these things and you start giggling. And it's I, I, like I have to wait. Like, he didn't with the tell fans. you about that one. Oh, yeah. dude, tell tell him about the fucking barbecue. Oh, I, I have to remember that. He's put on the way 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 back machine. Yeah, yeah if I remember correctly, remember. Uh, there was another group of another group of dudes that they were on the the uh, their base with that were getting ready to go home. And they decided to have a big barbecue, and they made, like, a giant fucking barbecue out of, like, old 50-gallon drums. Yeah, those old, like, fuel drums yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. And apparently one of the guys <laughs> fucking... You tell this stuck with you pretty well, because oh, you're probably the person would want to do this. Yeah, they like, had all kinds of propane and shit hooked up to it, and they had the, the lid shut. Okay. And uh, he turned all the propane on and was letting it fill up, and he went over to the exhaust thing, I guess, and threw a fucking match in it, and it blew like half of his uniform off and, like scorched his hair off <laughs> his fucking head and he was just standing there like uh <laughs> and you know they're probably the, the where were they where were they again uh so they're probably like the iraqis are like what the hell are these americans doing that's freaking <laughs> flammable f- substance in there nah they weren't saying that then they were saying it when uh when the guys would uh <clears throat> they said they had to go over to this burn before they every time before they went on a mission my dad said they had to go out to uh, this berm, and they had to shoot off rounds. So they take shoot off their M- shoot off round M fours. Yep, take their M fours, shoot them off in the berm, make sure they're working. Take shoot off their saw, uh, shoot uh, off the their M two four nine, M two four nines. The day I got to hold one of those was ha- one of the happiest days of my life. It's they, like today was okay. a good day. <laughs> it was like I'm spinning this thing around, and the guys like I held one of those in the military, and I'm like. Yeah, the difference between me and you is I'm stronger. <laughs> oh god, that thing was beautiful. So he, they would take Sorry. and they would shoot the fifty calibers. Oh and god, they'd fucking just do 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 off. Weren't the, they off. firing off like forty mil grenades and shit? Too? Well, then they also mark nineteens. They would shoot those off. Somebody got the bright idea to shoot those off. Well, guess what? What happens to the mark nineteen when it hits the? It hits, bounces. Hits it. It bounces. Skips. Well, it's like when you skips. take a rock, like a flat rock, and throw it in the water. You watch it skip. Now well, a mark nineteen round, if I'm not mistaken, is a grenade essentially correct yes. it's like yeah. a soda can thing so <laughs> you nerded it up you fucking some, nerd. somebody's decided to uh, shoot the fucking mark 19 oh god anyway it's hit skip launched up over boom right into the fucking town fuck <laughs> yeah that's where you like okay walk away blame jenkins <laughs> yeah I it's, guess it's like when like, you're a little yeah, kid and you guys no. are outside and playing baseball or something and you break a window and you just look at each other and go oh shit you just run and hide yeah you blame the little brother yeah blame jeff so, um, he's not listening. He doesn't listen to this. Yes, he does. He does. Yeah. Hi, little brother Jeff. Hi, Jeffrey. <laughs> so my little brother Ben. Actually, I'll tell one about. Hi, him. Ben. 
Hi, so Ben. He, he was in I Afghanistan. Don't have, I want to hear so, more about so, the Mark Knight team. So my brother Ben was in Afghanistan. Okay. Wait, your brother Ben served too? Yep. He, really? He, ben was actually in Afghanistan. I don't Afghanistan. think I've ever met him, so I don't know. Hi, Ben. Just, this was rough because Ben, my brother Ben, went in uh, 2006 so you, to Afghanistan. I think Ben went over before your dad did, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He was in Afghanistan, and I, my brother hasn't really told me too many stories about uh, any funny stories, really. Um, so, I mean, because he was only there for, I don't know, maybe five months ish something like that not even that much but every time i talk to him it'd be fucking night and it'd be day here yeah it'd be early morning so he'd be like I'm like well what are you doing going to bed what are you doing i'm <laughs> Fuck like off i'm trying to sleep i'm, I'm like a... what are you doing he goes i'm like i'm, like, ah, I'm getting ready to go to work or i'm just getting up to get ready to go to work oh, yeah i have a buddy nice. i have a buddy that lives in south africa my buddy poovy when we're trying to talk it's like we have this short window of like talk 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 he gets quiet. I'm like, all right. And then I'll wake up to go to work first thing in the morning. And it's like, bring, 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 bring. <laughs> oh, Poovy's wake. Poovy, if you listen to this, let me know. <laughs> he's one. He's, he's a fan. So we do have, we do have downloads in South Africa. It's probably him and probably one of my other friends that lives there. Uh, Internet friends. Gotta so love them. You international man of douchery. This is how, this is how long. <laughs> sorry. I can't fight that. I'm sorry. That was good. I'm going to let yeah, that, that one. That was good. That so one was good. Leave well, it in. This is how well connected uh, the military is. They, uh, my brother got hurt. Wait a minute. The U.S. military is yeah. connected? Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. I want to hear more about Ben because I, when I first time my I brother, meet him, I want to know some stuff. My brother got hurt. Oh, boy. Okay. So all I knew was that his wife calls up, says that. He got, he was told she was told that Ben got hurt. Didn't know any more information about what happened. My mom instantly gets on the phone. My dad is in Oklahoma or something like that, doing his training to go, to be deployed to uh, Iraq. My dad instantly goes from where he is. He goes, "I will find out for you." Within. 24 hours or less than that 12 hours something like that my dad knew where my brother was what went wrong and what was going to happen and again you tell me i shouldn't be terrified of his dad but but that's that's the reason that we have the best military in the world because we're just like oh no no we can find this shit out like yesterday he's like the dad from meet the fockers who has the connections (laughs) everywhere it's like he's just I'll Except talk to him. He'll grab my wrist and read I'm, my pulse. I'm, I'm pretty sure Kevin's dad wasn't a CIA assassin. Well, I don't know. As far as we know. But you want, you want to be something to be scared of my dad for? Uh, I don't know. Anytime he looks gonna, at me. I'm going get... to tell you one. No. So my dad. Oh, your dad. So he he told me about this. And actually, I got it confirmed by one of his buddies who was in Iraq with him. And they camped together every year. <laughs> my dad. My dad thought it didn't think it was funny, but his buddy thought it was funny, so he decided. To, his buddy decided to tell me about this. So <laughs> his buddy decided that uh, he was going to play a trick on my dad. And before this, my dad was kind of you know skittish. Anything would happen, you know, he, <clears throat> he would kind of do a reflex. Well, Under, understandably. Well, now he he reflexes really bad, even worse. Well, he was in the Humvee, go along a mission. Next thing you know, his oh. buddy takes and slams the. The hatch oh, of the Humvee sl- oh, slams it as hard as he could, and it scared the living shit out of my dad. My dad turns around and punches the guy right in the chest. Rightfully so. And the, mind you, the the guy is wearing a 
full. They're in full fucking gear. Full gear. Full chest gear. The red. Everything. Plate you know? armor. Yep. Everything. Fucking everything. The guy like was like, ugh, but laughs. He's like, <laughs> the only thing you can do is just try to laugh it off because you don't want to sit there and whimper and yeah, cry and the, about the it. guy is the same size as my dad. Well, that night or after they get to a mission, my dad he went he went back to um, his conex, took off his his uh his all his, all his his rig and everything, and he he go. He sees this freaking big old goddamn purple mark from where my Whoa. dad punched him right in the <laughs> fucking, fucking chest. Christ. All right, Those so things stop goddamn bullets. <laughs> yeah. So wait, this is like five times I've counted of like, why Kevin's dad is it's a badass. Like this, this motherfucker got hit in the chest by Thanos and he's just like, oh. Infinity Gauntlet wouldn't hurt as bad. Your, your dad hit him in the chest so hard it broke his spine. <laughs> so, the, so then they... Uh, it so, broke the, the fucking truck spine. Oh. <laughs> So every time, so this guy, there's this guy that they had, you know, my dad was, my dad has full of these stories and he tell me, tell me a little piece by piece. And, uh, he's still to this day telling me like little bits of things. You have to write it down and piece it together. Yeah. My, my okay, favorite one is, is with the, uh, the overpass. Oh no, I'm getting, oh, this, so, so this guy, so this guy that, uh, was in, not in his unit, but I think he was in one of the other states that <clears throat> joined him to make their battalion yeah he <laughs> would dress all in black oh, and, God, at, this good. and at night he would uh <laughs> he'd go out and get on top of the conics boxes or he got on top of the wall <laughs> and he would fucking like drop down and scare the fuck out of everybody so he's he lucky would... that no one didn't get killed oh the people, they had a bounty out on his ass. Really? Oh, well, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. They, they, my dad goes, we were going to get his ass. He would, because he would like, wait, wait, wait. And then he'd drop down, scare the shit out of you, and then fucking run off. My dad goes, you never would know. It was just like he was there one minute, next minute, gone. Fucking sayonara. <laughs> like, it's one of those things you think about it, and it's like, at the time, you hate that situation. But, it, like, looking back on it, it helped probably break the tension. Oh, yeah. Like, because otherwise you're sitting there and like you see that with some movies that are or shows that are based on like real events. And it's like there's always that one guy that's kind of a little out there, but he's kind of there to break the tension to make sure you're having fun and realize, yeah, this is really dark. But I want to make a little bit of light for you. Like, so you're not constantly just deep in this pit of sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is this uh, overpass story? I don't fucking know. I mean, he told us about something with. Uh... Welcome back. Hey, yeah, edit me. <laughs> <laughs> edit that out. Nah. Um, All right, what's this overpass no, your, story? Your dad. I thought. I thought it was your dad. Told me. Told us a story about they were. Uh, they were out on patrol one day when the, in their uh, Humvees, and they were coming up onto like a clover leaf overpass kind of thing. No, <laughs> I won't. That's going to the bloopers, bitch. Um, <laughs> that part right there will be in it. <laughs> that way they'd be like, "What's going to the bloopers? What fuck are they talking about?" Um, no, he. They were going up into the overpass, and apparently, they were going, and uh, they got a call on like calling the radio for every, like everybody to stop, and you know whoever it was that thought that somebody was hit, and somebody had actually dumped like a like a shit pot off the top of it, and it went into the fucking Humvee, hmm. and they're just like fucking stop, <laughs> they like get out, they're like dude, everybody's covered in shit. They're like, oh yeah, I remember you you did tell me that story about when he heard that, and I, he I, and the rest of the unit went hunting for this guy. I don't want uh, a war anymore. I'm going home and taking a shower. Uh, <laughs> so, 
they were in Baghdad, and which is in Iraq. Yes, <laughs> my dad was backstory. My dad, when my dad was there in 2007, so well he went. He was actually there late 2006 into um, October of 2000s. October. No, uh, September. Like, yeah, it was like September, September October, October somewhere of in there. 2007. <clears throat> and he was there for the hanging of Saddam Hussein. So wow. when Saddam got fucking got strung up, my dad was there. He didn't get to tell anybody about it because, you know, well, didn't want to know. Did, could, couldn't tell anybody. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they were going on mission. Let's see. So one last one I'll tell. My dad. So every time I would talk to my dad on uh, on Skype, I think it was. Every time, every time, I no matter what, I talk to him. We start talking. Hey, how you doing? I'm like, how you doing, Kev? I go, not too bad, Pop. How you doing? Blah blah blah. Just that. Well, fifteen minutes, not even. All of a sudden, he'd go, gotta go, boom, drop fucking. Right out, right out of video. Next thing I know, bye, Dad. Hour later, maybe half hour later, he come back on. Sorry about that. Uh, we had ordinance incoming. Every time, that's fucking crazy. Every I, single so, I, I you know so, so this is a year and a half or whatever it was. Well, by the time. Let's say June came around. He stopped talking to me. I didn't talk to him at all because every time he said, every time I talked to him, some shit came in. Yeah, it's one of those things that starts when it starts feeling like it's a ritual or not a ritual, but a like a curse or something like that. All right, I love you, Dad, but um, no, no, I'm, he said I love you, son. But guess what? I ain't talking. To you. I ain't talking to your ass. No, till that's I get what I'm back. saying. Though. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like I love you, Dad, but I think it's time for us not to talk right now because yeah. Yeah, there's he, a weird omen going on here. But I mean, that's you know, no, but, I mean, having your dad over there and not being able to talk to him. Oh, dude, for be, that long, I'd be scared like, every day. Yeah, every day I'd be scared. Oh God, yeah. I didn't know if my mom would get off the fo- get off the you know. You'd hear that knock on the door or, and be like, oh, God. Or, or, or you know, I would – she'd be coming to tell me, hey, you know. Because this happened. I didn't get to talk to him at all. So I didn't – I wouldn't know. That's, got, that's fucking hard. Like, yeah. Man, it was, it was rough. But, you know, suffered through it, managed, and, you know, it's, it's uh, kind of makes you different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, another reason why they deserve all of our respect. Absolutely, anything we can help them out with anything. Whether because like, I know there's a lot of. Agree with why they're there or not. These are still people. You know, yeah, that... you may not agree with the situation, but there's someone's family member. There's someone's mm-hmm. son, daughter, husband, mother. Yep. yep, mother, wife. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it's someone's family member that's there doing a job. Exactly. You wake up, do your job. They're doing their job. These are people that left their everyday lives, left their families to go protect people like like I said people that they have never met and probably never will yeah and and they're not the first ones <clears throat> not the last ones no god no. no I mean hell this country was started off of people wanting to get rid of tyranny we're, we're a warrior nation we always have been <laughs> you know, our country was born in war and that's just how it is I mean that's why 
you know, that's for me. That's why I became a history major. Uh, you know, I, I love history. I love everything to do with it. I mean, I love the revolutionary period where everything that happened. You know, I, yeah. like I mentioned, Hubbard Battlefield. I love it. It's 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 near and dear to me because it was a battle that happened to to help our cause of becoming a free country. One of the one of these years, you and I are going to go on a heterosexual uh, vacation. We're going to go to Gettysburg for a week. So I can't go. Fine. You Fuck can go you guys. too. You no, no, too. that's cool. Cool. That's cool. <clears throat> I don't, you no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I was going to take you to Antietam. What's Antietam? <laughs> that actually worked out kind of well. Yeah, I almost went to Antietam, dude. Ben and I were gonna go. Well, if if I, my wife and I get to go down to Tennessee, hopefully this year, there's some spots I wanted to kind of swing by on the way through and check out. Chancellorsville, Chancellorsville. Yeah, that's actually not too far from where my my relatives live. I don't believe. Um, no, but going down through that way, there's, dude. That's where the fucking Civil War was fought. Was in the South. You know, well, um, I mean, not too for the far mo- south. The furthest north it came was Pennsylvania. No, a civil war. Civil war. Oh, I thought you should. Oh. No, no. I'm like, the civil war was Pennsylvania. Really, yeah. history major? When they fight north I of Pennsylvania? You, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, my brain was on one thing, and you were talking about another. No, one of the cool things I remember from Gettysburg is because you know you go down there and you're like, you're walking around and you're like, oh, I want to find because every state that um, participated in the Battle of Gettysburg has hmm. a monument down there. And uh, we're like, oh, we want to find Vermont's. And we're looking at Vermont's stone. And it like, makes you think, like, these people, these guys were fucking crazy. That's why they were called the fire, fire eaters. eaters. Then you, then we actually got to find some more information about them. And one of the uh, commanders from the contingent that, from Vermont that went to Gettysburg left the state without a weapon. They got into uh, part of uh, a <laughs> part of New York. And uh, they were going through this farm, and he was, like, talking to the farmer. He's like, hey, do you have a musket? I need a musket. We're going to going to fight. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't need anything, and I wouldn't give you anything if I did. I guess he just slapped the shit out of this dude and took his fucking, uh, his woodcutting axe and went with that. Like, he's like, I'll find something on the way. Yeah. Well, I've got this. I can I can make a dead person with this to get a, a you know, a weapon if I need well, to. Well, yeah, the Vermonters, <clears throat> were, the Vermonters were so fierce that I, I did a research paper on it. We on, won uh, the Battle of Gettysburg. Pretty much, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I did. I, I did a research paper on uh, on. The, I have a funny story after side. after he's done about the Civil War that I'm pretty sure you guys will laugh. Yeah, cool. So I did. I did a research paper on uh, on the whole uh, the Irish side of of um, of some of the uh, Civil War stuff and the Irish side. You said, yeah. Okay. And I, I um, thought making sure you get were, it were fighting Irish. A, Come on, making man. sure you weren't having a typo in your brain. No, here. no. Okay. And I came across uh, a story of the the Vermont soldiers marching to Gettysburg. They were marching so fast that the commander, who wasn't a Vermonter, because the Vermonters joined in a different regiment, kind of like my dad did, where his regiment, his battalion, or whatever unit joined another reg- oh, okay. unit okay. to make, and then another unit to make a battalion. And bring part of one, part of two, bring it together, make three. Right. Yep. So the A team. Yeah, they met up, and he sent he sent ahead uh, to the front to say, hey, slow 
the fuck down. <laughs> you guys are going too fast. It's hot and we're wearing wool coats. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, they were like, no, we're getting there. They got there and he goes, they they had an account of, uh, of why they called them the fire eaters because they were just pushing, just pushing right up through, just shooting and just kept going, just kept f- going right into the fire, just saying, hey, fuck you. We're going to yeah. win this shit. One, We're not one, going back to where there's snow right yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> one thing I can say, if you ever do get a chance to go to Gettysburg, which I think we should at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, Pickett's Buffet. Best fucking cornbread I've ever eaten. I ate two entire pans of it. They better be paying us in cornbread then. Oh, give them a plug. The, the, one, of the, uh, one of the chefs that was working there, because he, he kept seeing me come over. Like, He's hey, like, look at this fat boy. Yeah, I just like kept going over and taking it. Hey, fatty, fatty, fatty. <laughs> you want and, uh, your cornbread, fat boy? Come and here, we're, we're, boy. we're sitting there eating, and this fucking giant man, he was like, he Get must have been. fat ass over here. Dude, no, no, this this guy looked like Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan was big, but he wasn't tall. Well, this guy was like six foot six, looked like Michael Clark Duncan, and he comes over to our table, and he's like, I'm like, oh, fuck, what did we do? And he goes, no, just like the cornbread. Yes, sir. He goes, here. And he just sets his box down. He goes, I made you a batch to take home. And I'm like, aw, you're so nice. <laughs> Come here, boss. Boss, I can feel your pain, boss. Let me take it away. So, talking about Civil War, and then this is my only, like, one little part I'm going to add into this, was I was in high school and was in history class. And it was so bad, but you realize when you're thinking back that kids are dumb. Oh, yeah. Like, I know I was, I know a bunch of people are, but when you're talking about the Civil War, I automatically go right back to this one memory. We're sitting there in class, and there's this one girl who's wasn't the brightest, the brightest crayon in the box. I can't even say it because I'm literally starting to laugh about it. She wasn't the sharpest bulb in the drawer. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) She was not smart. And uh, we're sitting there in class, and... The teacher's like talking about, okay, this was the Civil War. This is what happened. This, that, and everything. And no joke, she raises her hand. And <laughs> what country was that fought in? <laughs> no, actually, better. And he's like, yeah. He goes, she goes. So you haven't said it yet, but who do we fight in the Civil War? <laughs> and I shit you not, took zero hesitation. And I was like, oh, the French. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And literally, you hear <laughs> writing it down. The civil, the American Civil War is when we fought Mexico for our independence. No, we fought France because I couldn't think of anything else. Because we were talking about that French, you know, anymore. That's the whole, funny. all these different wars, and so we came around to the test part, oh, and dumb, she she wrote down fuck. she wrote down France, and oh. my teacher. This is the only time he ever broke etiquette. He's like, "Come here for a second. and I'm like, "Oh God, I'm in trouble," and he shows like covers up what she got for a grade and looks at the part. And he was like, I put this in here specifically because of what she asked. Who do we fight in Civil War? Big blocky letters. France. But France was spelled with an S rather than a C. And I was like, did she pass? He's like, I can't tell you that, but that's because of you. And I was like, I was wondering why you put that one in because Civil is pretty obvious. You know? like You're a dick. Oh, I am. She didn't pass that class. Fucking dummy. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. That's so anytime though. I ever hear anything about the Civil War, it's like the only smile I get was from that one story. Now, <laughs> we, we could go into a whole big discussion on the Civil War. and That would be a whole episode on its own. Yeah, because there's, you know, the War of Northern Aggression, and then there's, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other, I guess. <laughs> you know, if you look at it. Um, 
That'll hey. be an episode where I come and I'm going to bring something to play while you guys are doing history lessons. Oh, hey. I'm going to bring video games. It was a war where a president should have been executed. Not going to lie, I just zoned out because you started to teach me. <laughs> he could have been, he should have been, he should have been charged with high treason. That's kind of true, yeah. Which president are we talking <clears throat> about? Abraham Lincoln. Okay, cool. You know why? I'm not a history major. You know why? What? Because. Oh, why? Well, because he, uh, he declared martial law. In the United States, and you're not supposed to do that without U.S. constitutional consent, U.S. congressional consent. These are all big words, but yeah. So, so I got one last story I want to tell you guys. I just came up with it. I just, I just, Uh-oh. I just thought of it. Oh boy! No, <clears throat> this is a good one. This is a cool one. This was as actually was uh, came from my coworker. Um, I, I didn't know. He, he kept always talking about. Um, his family's from Georgia. They had slaves. Okay, whatever. Well, he didn't know. Congratulations. Any, you yeah. know. <laughs> he, he Topic just don't like, need to know about. Yeah, he was just like, okay, you know, got slaves, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. Well, come to find out, he goes down there for a family reunion, and he finds out that what he always thought was wrong. Yeah, his family had slaves, but they weren't really slaves. They were more like indentured servants but not really they were more family he kind of like the patriot kind of yeah kind of like that where his ancestor probably went to the 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 dot the port out of curiosity like what's everybody yelling about over here let's go check it out yeah he probably went to the port (laughs) was like all right i got uh okay all right i'll i'll purchase them but you know eventually through whatever they, they they became family. Yeah. So this this guy uh, the, was the uh, fact that they're human beings helps. Yeah. You this, know <laughs> this guy this guy um I can't remember his first name but he was a a, a herd H E A R D and he became the first governor I believe it was of Georgia he um as my I looked it up but as my guy I work with told me that he was a Tory in before the Civil War he would go out and he would collect guns from everybody to get the guns away. Well, he eventually was like, Fuck this. Yeah. I don't like this so much. Because if anything so, goes south, the first person they're coming towards is you. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, I need a, a gun. Of- I don't have a bullshit. So then so then what does he do? So he turns to the other side and he he joins the colonialists. Gets <laughs> gets his ass captured. I got something you boys might be interested in. Yeah. It's called him fucking house full of guns it's called a boomstick (laughs) brigade yeah he gets captured okay being held in prison by the british and next thing he knows he's paying paid a visit from two of his slaves not really slaves they come in the lady a woman she tells him i guess basically get your ass in the basket he climbs in this basket they pick the basket up she puts it on top of her head this is a full-size man. Walks the fuck out of the fort. It puts the person in the basket. Walks. <laughs> How the, big was this man? I don't know. <clears throat> but he walks out of the fort with him in the basket. <laughs> that's like people. That's like the fucking like like jailbreaks where they you know s- you know sneak out in a fucking laundry basket. That's what I gotta see. I felt like I saw that in Indiana Jones, <laughs> and I I would have thought that it was complete bullshit. But I looked it up, and I was like, holy fuck. 
That is some badass shit. That's... She walked the fuck out with him in the basket. She walked out with a human on her head. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I guess that, like, they, they made strongest some... neck and traps like ever. They made some excuse like, up. Or... How about that for a reference? Yeah. Oh, Fucking that, man. a man. Yeah, she made up. They made up some excuse that they had to go see him or whatever it was, and got in. Must have been left alone. Conjugal got in the visit. Bas- Got in the basket. Oh. And got the fuck out. I was like, holy shit. That is fucking badass. That's ridiculous. So, you know, on that note. uh, Yeah, we're. we're, uh, So I think. uh, Yeah, so on that note, I think uh, think we'll call it a day. You know, I hate to say it, but I feel like the technical difficulties played in our favor. (laughs) I think so too. This is a way more enjoyable episode. I found some cool stuff about your family, found some cool stuff about your family. Yeah. I love you guys. And also, like, it felt good to give some, you know, respect and give, you know, talk about the memories of family members and... Yep. The history. Yeah. Of, like, where we came from and why supporting the military and why give them the love and respect they deserve is more important than, you know, like you were saying earlier, talking trash about them. Because I could even go on and talk about my, my three uncles that were in the military. But it's not but, so much. I mean, Memorial Day is not so much about you know, talking about individual soldiers. Is is talking about the history and remembering exactly that, that was what we were doing. Remembering the the, the legacy, the legacy, sense. and we're remembering where this country started. It's not about a barbecue and an extra day off from work. Yeah, it's about drunk so and, much more than that. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Sometimes I don't. I don't agree with a lot of things with this country. But guess what? I can respect it. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, I'll support the soldiers, you know, donate to the causes, make sure that they're the good ones that will help them out, not the ones that, you know, oh, donate to us and we'll give them support and really they don't do anything. Or what was it? Push-ups for wounded warriors. And it's like, I'd rather donate money or time or at least just be there as an ear or shoulder, whatever they need, than and- do push-ups for a video. Uh, there, there's another, there's a company that they're not a sponsor of us, but if they wanted to, they, I would love it because I love their product. They do something really cool. That's Black Rifle Coffee. Um, every time you buy a bag of coffee, they donate a bag of coffee to someone stationed overseas. Yeah. Uh, Strike it's, Force Energy does the same yep. thing. It is veteran yep. owned and operated. And again, not a sponsor, but I've talked to the crew over there. They are amazing. And I don't care. I'll give them the free plug because Absolutely. honestly, their product is well worth the money. And the same thing, they pretty much do energy drink, but in like a little pouch thing. You can put it in water, put it in soda, put it in coffee, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like I actually bought it and I was like, "Holy crap, this is awesome!" Kick the can. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> totally I totally would... stole that from Drinking Bros, but I love those guys. But it's one of those things. Like again, it's a veteran-owned and operated yep. company, <laughs> and if you when you. They're always running deals on holidays, and you're representing one right now too. Yeah, these guys make some fucking awesome shirts. Uh, Nine Line makes some cool ass. Like, there's a lot of good companies now that are veteran owned and operated because a lot of times veterans never got jobs. Yeah, and these guys are coming back and they're going, "Well, I don't want to work for somebody else. I want to work for myself." Or not even that. I don't want to work for somebody that doesn't understand where I came from. Yeah, I don't want to go sit in a job interview and go. And have the guy go, oh, so you're a veteran and automatically think that you're, you know, some kind of quote unquote security threat because you're going to everybody has PTSD and, you know, and you're going to be taken as a as the guy that's going to shoot up the fucking office, even though you're a wonderful human being. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's 
Yeah. Just be there for them. That's Absolutely. the only thing I can think of is yep. just be there for them. If they want to talk, shut the fuck up, listen. And, you know, if they want don't to carry on. Af- the- don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Exactly. Don't hold them at arm's reach. Just don't also go up and give them a hug because sometimes they'll flip you. Yeah. Like, or hip toss. But it's just one of those things. Just be there. Be a decent human being. Yeah. Be, be people good are, people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to hear... Uh, you know, if you don't have anything to hear this on, just go on to uh, www.studio.com slash US and uh, check out a pair of uh, headphones or earbuds or to uh, to be able to listen to this podcast on. Definitely. Uh, if you can't, you know, if you want Your to listen on the road. will enjoy it. Yes. yes. If you want to listen on the road without, uh, you know, <clears throat> or on a subway or whatever and you'll be able to hear it without uh, or hiking in the woods. hearing it. Or if you're one of those people that goes in airplanes. Yeah. I like airplanes. I don't. I've never been in one. So, dude, I love the takeoff and the landing <laughs> feeling of them. Yeah. So, that's uh, yeah. Go on to there. Um, if and if you want to find us on uh, oh, what was the yeah, promo by the code? way, if you go to if you uh, go into the coupon code yes. promo code whatever they call it, it's uh, Dark Windows, fifteen percent off. And uh, also, you can. Uh, we also got. Don't forget about GameEnvy.net. They got the. Uh, there, if you're into painting miniatures, like talking about bolt action. God damn, I wish I had that thing when I was painting those little dudes. Yeah. 28 mil it's harder than hell try to hold on to it when you can't get a grip what's that so, promo code so for a game Ooh, well done that was a little bit of payback right excellent transition you sassy bitch you <laughs> so but the promo <laughs> code the promo code for gamemv.net uh, is broadstone b-r-o-a-d-s-t-o-n-e saves you two dollars off each of the hobby holder how, so, much, how, how much do they go for at most 20 bucks oh, and that literally nice. is the actual handle and the little uh i don't know what to call it but it's a little twisty doodad thing adjuster yeah that sounds oh, good i go. gotta <laughs> I, I gotta talk to him about it make sure i get the right lingo but it's one of those things it's 20 bucks saves you makes it 18 and the rest they have so much more product there sweet yeah dude they're great people great people and uh i think if you guys are cool with it instead of doing our regular sign off i just wanted to say goodbye and thank you to everybody um, and I've got pay a little, little bit of silence first. Got a little bit of thing, a little bit to play at the end yeah, here. If you're I, okay I, with it, before we go, I also want to say, you know, because um, I'm still dealing with it, everything day to day in day out with a uh, with my father who was exactly in, was in Iraq. Yep. Um, and you know, my brother who's in Afghanistan. They, uh, I know my brother won't, you know, be like, you know, ah, shut the fuck up about it. But if you have somebody with PTSD. You know, just just give them some time, give them patience. They'll come back around to be who they once were. Don't you know? Don't write them off. Yeah, it's uh, be there for them, but don't be clingy. Yeah, definitely, it's it, you know, it is what it is. Give them some time. They'll they'll come around, and just be there for them. Listen, yeah, listen, listen to them. Pay a quick moment of silence for those who've given their life for us and. Giving us the ability to do this. Yep, and then we're gonna play a little bit of a, a little bit of a song here at the end uh, to finish out.